What'd you study in college? Uh, fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> drugs? <laughs> you study drugs? That's good. Alcohol? Pharmacology? Uh, I... <laughs> Welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dr. After Dark. Keep those emails coming. DrAfterDark at gmail.com. And of course, those voice messages, 818-253-1693. And ladies, you've been a little behind on the voice messages. Bahol, bahol, bahol. So uh, we appreciate you. <laughs> Uh, sending us those those actually more thoughtful messages that some of our guys send to send us. Today, the guest is Doug Mellard, of course. Doug, you guys know him from your mom's house. You know him uh, from the comedy scene here in Austin. And you moved from Austin? you from I'm originally? from Austin. Originally. I was here for 13 years. Actually, I grew up in Plano, Texas, which we can get into that later if you want. Heroin capital of the world. I don't know if you... Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, we did it. We yeah, did well it. done. <laughs> you lobbied hard for it and got it. Oh, man, I love this stuff. Uh, <laughs> but then, yeah, I my whole most of my adult life was here in Austin, moved to L.A. for a number of years, and then back here. And you're married now? Married, yeah. Kids? Actually, today's my anniversary. Happy anniversary. Uh, yeah, I'm sure thank your you. lovely wife appreciates you're over here <laughs> yeah. hanging out with us on their anniversary. Peace out. Got to go talk about brown and <laughs> anal warts or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, And And speaking of which, uh, gentlemen in the booth, um, Doug expressed a little bit of anxiety coming in here. Like he was like, oh man, what do these guys got up for me? And I pointed out to him, uh, there's, I have a sheet here, an email, uh, the title, which I go here, the title of which you see there is Brown. Oh. Brown. Yeah, it's a theme. It's a theme. The yeah, theme is brown. It. But brown here's the extraordinary thing about this pile of emails. It has literally never happened that I, I usually I go through the emails and I, I, I take, I don't take all of them. I take like, 70%, because yeah. some of the questions are really incomprehensible. Sure, I just don't have sure. the answer. Um, 100% of these, 100% of the brown questions are coming through. Whoa. Yeah, that's it's, you're here on a big day, Doug. <laughs> so, <laughs> I the, feel like this is copacetic. But, but they is... are super preloaded for you to discuss. Now, the other thing you mentioned before the mic's heated up was how you were watching the uh, live shows, the, your mom's house live, right. during the lockdown particularly, and that, uh, first of all, they got us through the lockdown, which I they, think is true. Yes, 100% absolutely. True. Yeah. Thank you, Tom and Christina. And number two, and Booth Boys, you're part of it. Thank yeah. you, gentlemen. Thank all you guys. Uh, but that you observed that it was interesting how there was stuff that you had to turn away from that your wife could continue watching and vice versa. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an really, interesting topic. It's very strange what certain people's thresholds are. Like it's, and I mean, it's all disgusting. Like, like you guys would top yourselves constantly but it's like you know i could watch uh a guy hammering a nail into his penis or whatever that's hard and i could be it's fine I, I but i'd be fine yeah. and my wife would almost throw up and then uh no, no no she could watch that yeah uh but i couldn't handle like people eating shit out of a bowl or whatever like that kind of stuff yeah. like i would have turned it was it's just the pig the the, what, the <sighs> pig what do they call pig that norman uh summerton but but actually, I, I've learned a little bit about that behavior since we've gotten to know, know Norm. Go on. Which is, it's called like tr pig troughing or something, eating <laughs> shit out of a... Yeah. I, right? Or something <laughs> like mean, that? I mean, he does call himself a pig. I mean, that No, I know. I, I thought that was just some weird Norm thing, but it turns out like, that's a whole line of... Uh, like Dom sub type of it stuff. It's just sort of a line of... A, a preference. You can't. We cannot judge. It's a preference. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, you know... You know, whatever you're into. However, get, get your jollies. Yeah. And uh, but Norm's really into it. I mean, he put the pig on his head, so when his head's down and he's eating the shit, you can see oh, the pig. I, yeah, so, God, I forgot how far it went. Yeah, yeah, it got pretty far. They were like in it, in it, like in a vat, basically, right? Oh, that, that, was that, that was a different one. one. But I, I, I sure would welcome that one to come back. There's if you want. a lot of brown themed. <laughs> yeah. So there's a guy in a there's a guy in a leather complete leather outfit swimming in a cesspool of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. that. Yep, yep. That was a good one. Can't forget that. Yeah, I, I that was one of my prouder moments, and I, I apologize <laughs> to, to this day, Jen Kirkman. I'm sorry we made you watch that, and she almost fell out of her chair vomiting. She, she was too much. It was too much, and I realized we actually actually crossed the line. I'm sorry, Jen. We'll see if I vomit um, today. Yeah. So well, that's part of one of the goals 
Uh, one of the many goals we have today. Great. Uh, but but the idea of some people being not just disgusting but intolerant of certain stuff is interesting to me. For instance, uh, the medical stuff that Tom picks out, I can tolerate quite easily. So when you're prolapsing two anuses and rubbing them together, I'm like, I don't even understand why we're looking at it. It's like, that's just ridiculous <laughs> to me, looking at inside-out colons. And, and by the way, people that need surgeries, I've said this over and over again, that, that that's the only way that's going to get repaired. Yeah. And if they don't, it cuts off its own blood supply. It's a big fucking mess. Well, I believe in prayer also, you know? Prayer. Just the power of prayer. You pray that your prolapsed assholes, you know, get taken care of. You, you, you don't need to heal itself. Yeah, I, well, yeah. okay, there you go. Just, you get, so new, I do not new, believe in that. New treatment, <laughs> new treatment for a prolapsed asshole, as yeah. you say. That's, See a, a doctor. That's a technical term Doug's using there. But then but then when they had the, was it an, I forget even, was it an Asian cup girls or something licking stool off a guy's penis? That, that <sighs> Yeah, that was too much. I could not, and we, and we, we were watching it driving somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah that's I know. dangerous. I know, it was dangerous. <laughs> and, and my wife said, got so disgusted, she said her, her, it actually caused her, her tits to hurt. <laughs> That's how, well, it, was yeah, a, dude. it was a prouder moment. It was a prouder moment for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how she was so disgusted. She was like, ah. So, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, we seem to have sort of similar tolerance. It was the, it was the brown stuff that really was uh, too, the particularly consuming brown. And yeah. Too much. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. hard to eat for a while after that. No, yeah, it is. So you grew up in uh, Austin, essentially. What, when, do you married when you were out in L.A.? Uh, yes. Where's your uh, wife from? She is from, we actually both somehow didn't overlap. We both lived here for most of our adult lives and it's probably for the better that I didn't run into her and meet her then because it never would have worked out because... Because of you or her? Me, for uh, sure. Okay. I will put it all on, like, you know, you're in your 20s running around like a jackass, like uh. men just don't develop as, I'm, you know, women I, are way ahead of us at all times. I, I have said it for years that, uh... First of all, I've encouraged my daughter to stay away from males under the age of about twenty-eight. Just yes. we're, we're just dangerous. Yes, we, and, if, and if somebody would choose to maybe cage us till then, they'd probably be doing <laughs> us a favor because we are just we have no our brain is not working right. Right. Yeah, I just partied way too much. Was just a yeah complete imbecile. Yeah. And uh, yeah, had we met then, she'd be like, oh, this guy. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> and I wouldn't. Well, I, I look back and I'm like, she, oh. she'd think about that every time she saw you. <laughs> Happy anniversary, honey. And uh, comedy was that something always for you, or? Yeah, I, yeah, it's. Uh, I guess early. I went to the University of Texas here, right here in Austin. Yeah, yeah. and I kind of it kind of started oddly enough. I didn't like jump into an open mic or anything initially. I would do these pranks on the University of Texas campus where I would like um, run around. I would drink fake Dayquil, and uh, like on a bus going to like do the the midterms or whatever i would get up before my classes on even a, started on a bus to do midterms you were like on the bus to the university with so, all the so students in, in, in ut is so big that there's busing students yeah 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 take bus, yeah right? you'd take a yeah. bus from wherever you yeah. were in austin to yeah. to the it's huge campus huge yeah and i would sit there at 6 a.m knowing it's like midterms everybody's like studying on the bus and stuff and i would start drinking uh fake day quill and i would have bottles like prescription bottles with just tic tacs in it and stuff and I would just start like throwing these Tic Tacs down and drinking this, like it was just water with red food coloring, Ugh. chug bottle after bottle of fake Dayquil just to get reactions. And uh, and then I would like start singing songs like Jackson 5's ABC or like stuff that would get stuck in your head. Yeah, I would offer up uh, the Dayquil to people. They would never take it. And uh, God, I mean, I got real fucking weird. It was... This was every bus every day during midterm? No, or yeah. This, this uh, is one of your stunts. My favorite time, I would do it all the time, but uh. my favorite time was during midterms because I would like try to get in people's heads before they take a test because so, I'm an asshole. I don't know. So, so, so you, you were sort of the Burt Kreischer of UT. Yeah. Right? I guess, yeah. No, would, you take, would you pull your shirt off too and uh, run around? or One time? Yeah, I, well, here we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one, one time I actually... Put on a suit and tie, uh, but I changed on the bus into a suit and tie. I had long green hair, and I, when we're getting, I would start hitting my. I can't. I haven't thought about this in so long. I, oh man, you're gonna. Oh, we're gonna, gonna think. We won't tell your wife, but we're gonna think horrible <laughs> things about you yeah. from now on. But I 
as we got closer to the campus, I started like hitting myself and kind of talking to myself, pumping myself up. And then I uh, pulled out handcuffs out of the briefcase, handcuffed the briefcase to my hand. And then I just ran. I ran off. the. Everybody stayed on the bus. They're like, I don't know what's about to happen. And I just ran through campus. And then I, I, I got to my uh, school counselor to like be advised about the next semester. She was like, oh, you dressed up. You look so nice today. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a good student. And then ran back to the bus stop. <laughs> Didn't she say something about the handcuffs? She didn't see that. I put that away at oh, that I time. Okay, I had a briefcase and a suit. I looked got like it. I was yeah. ready to tackle next semester. <laughs> and then ran back through campus. Easily, I'm sure, could have been shot. Like, I looked like a bank robber. I don't know. Oh, I put pantyhose on my head. I forgot about that part. Pantyhose on your yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. So I looked yeah. like I had done something bad. <laughs> didn't The school is awfully big, but it's did, didn't large. they sort of recognize you as the stunt guy once in a while? And no, it's so mad. Like it's, you, you would never see the same person twice. No, right? I mean, very rarely. Yeah. Wow. And when I got back to the bus stop, I like changed out of all that. Oh yeah, I took a fake phone call. I had all these phone calls that weren't activated. I had like 20 of them. Uh, and I took this fake phone call, acted like a drug deal went bad, started screaming at the guy, the fake guy, crushed the cell phone, like threw it on the ground, changed into street clothes, and then got on the bus. Nobody got back on that bus with me. Like, You're and, sort of a performance artist. Yeah, at the time. It was, wait, when I was that? This was like 2001-ish, I don't know, like something like that. Uh-huh. And, and what's crazy is it wasn't, I wasn't recording it. None of my it, friends were on well, these buses. Well, there wasn't anything like that, was there? No, they, they, like yeah. I... And friend, this is just a creative uh, volcano. Yeah, I just came out of you. <laughs> yeah. You you couldn't be stopped. I just love messing with people, <laughs> and I think that's where stand up came from. But yeah, like I do. You do a lot of audience, or did you initially do a lot of audience stuff? No, I'm terrified of that. I if I I, I don't <laughs> do you do? I'm any, very coy. <laughs> do you do any performance stuff? Like come out in one thing and switch to another? Like I, you, maybe you want to take advantage of that? Yeah, the uh, talent. Yeah. On occasion, I'll come out with like a fake voice up top that's like, "Hi guys," <laughs> and I'll see how far I can go with before the audience go. is like just cringing and stuff, <laughs> and then I drop the voice. But yeah, I guess on occasion something like that. But, Where do you think that all came from? I don't know. I'm excited to find out from do, you. Do you, have, I, do you have a dad like your like uh, Bert that's a, a uptight attorney or accountant? <laughs> no, uh, I mean my parents were pretty. Yeah, they're pretty. Not not. I wouldn't say uptight, but. Yeah, I definitely did not get that behavior from them. I don't know. I don't think it was an act out against them or anything. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just fucking weird. And it feels like a little acting out against something. I guess the the establishment man. What, did, was it was grammar school difficult for you uh, <laughs> to sit still and listen? And were you always in trouble with the teacher? That was, kind of thing. I was such a little like I was so quiet. Uh-huh. I did not. I, you know, only spoke to people when spoken to that kind of, like, I was really nervous about getting in trouble all the time. So this was all new, maybe pot, I don't know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> you took some acid. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or uh, did, did maybe is this a, like, sometimes when you have a an anxiety or a fear or a phobia, yeah, the way to deal with it is by go the extreme other direction yeah. to sort of suppress it. I yeah I have horrible anxiety depression issues so right. I don't yeah maybe it's just this outlet that I don't know it it, <laughs> it seems it seems odd that with anxiety you'd be able to do this depression That's I get it but very anxiety, true it's like well you sure you don't have again maybe it's an, an a compensation do you have social anxiety um I feel like as I get older like I don't like talking in big groups and that kind of, well I tell jokes so <laughs> I know, that doesn't make full sense of people either. no it doesn't <laughs> but. Uh, that I can handle, but, but, but it's strangers. Yeah, I, I have I have a problem with crowds too, and I've yeah. noticed I like crowds if I have a purpose. Yes, if I have a job yeah. to do, I, I really enjoy crowds. If I'm just hanging out myself, yeah, I hate crowds. Yes, the same. Yeah. yeah, so it's sort of a social phobia thing. It's kind of a weird. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, uh, and so in a way, the uh, the performance is sort of a job, sort of doing something. Yeah, yeah. I think I probably wanted to get it stand and stand up at that point, but was too nervous and. That's how it came out. What did you study in college? Uh, fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> I was too busy doing that. <laughs> drugs? You study drugs? That's good. Alcohol? Pharmacology? Uh, I, I became a vintner? I, I, that all 
evolved. I started uh, the Nicole Kidman Foundation. It was when. <laughs> uh, Tell me more. <laughs> it was when Tom and Nicole split up. Yes. And I worked at a pharmacy, like an Eckerd's or yeah, CVS or whatever. And like as a pharmacy tech or as like a no cashier up cashier front. front. I would do reverse robberies on people where I put pantyhose. I would pop up from behind the counter with pantyhose on just to scare. I sh- I should have been shot so many times at that point in my life. But but um, I would hear all these like couples argue about because of the tabloids of Tom and Nicole, like the, the like, you know, Enquirer was right yeah, there and stuff. Yeah. And they would argue about like they. Who, would, I would see heated fights between couples. Who was right? Who was yeah. And team my top, Tom, Team Nicole. Yeah, yeah. And I always thought that was messed up because you don't have any insight into that relationship. So as a joke, for like five bucks and ten signatures, you could start any organization you wanted that was affiliated through the university. Like, so I had to like go through orientation for the Nicole Kidman Foundation, and there's like thirty of us in this long board meeting table. And like this one older guy in a suit and tie, and it's like the Frisbee Club and Karate Club. And then he saved me for last. He's like, Nicole Kidman Club. And he leaned back, like couldn't wait to hear <laughs> what it was about. And he's yeah. like smiling. Uh. But because he was kind of being funny about it, I was just like, well, I just, you know, celebrities have hard times going through divorces too. I just sold it straight. And then we got like 2,000 signatures in like a week or two. And people were like, you're the unofficially the biggest UT organization ever. What? Yeah. And I didn't, and they were like, what? And we started to get like power where like I was invited to like these parties I never would have been invited to had I not had this. Like people latched on to it. Did and then, you do anything for Nicole? Uh, I, I tried. I tried to get it in her hands. There was a movie filming uh, I actually went to audition for, and I like, I gave them a flyer, like Nicole was supposed to be in the movie. Uh, but it got so... You gave the, a flyer to the casting people? Yeah, they were just like, oh, this guy can't get the part. He's going to kill Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was Doug, unsuccessful. what is wrong with you? Uh, <laughs> I don't, oh, man, when Dr. Drew says that, you're fucked, man. <laughs> Shit. Oh man, it it. Uh, I was I got death threats like it got from from the, because of not Ni- not because of Nicole. <laughs> I worked at a shoe store, and there there was a woman that came in and said I had like called her names and stuff through an email from the Nicole Kidman Foundation. It was all fake. I did not do that, uh, but it just got it kind of grew faster. And my friends that were in it, we were all getting invited to these cool parties and things. They were like, what's next? So we we did a rally for Nicole. And like at the time, the only thing that people would go to on campus was when like, you know, abortion stuff was uh, like their rallies like uh, for or against or whatever. That would get heated and people would show up outside of that. Any other clubs that threw any like, you know, rallies, or whatever. No one attended them. We had like four or five hundred people. And and. I had like 50 plants, uh, 25 pro Tom, 25 oh. pro Nicole with, with fake signs that we all made. Like, and then, uh, what was the, was there a, a club group, like an inner circle in the club? Like, like, a, like, a, yeah. like a, uh, like a core a, of us, an executive panel. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And were they all in on the joke? Or yeah, it, yeah. Were, were any of them serious? No, like, we, we, yeah, no, nobody was serious, okay. but we would get yelled at by people that were like, you know, you're a real piece of shit. Tom Cruise is a good guy. <laughs> and like, they're like, what? <laughs> and then cut to now, you're like, I was I, on the I, right side of that. I I'm think. about to say something that I've only said once before, and it was to Bert Kreischer after he told me the machine story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is your movie. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> this is the movie. How do you get you Nicole could, in it? I, I, it's, it would have to be sort of Borat-esque in terms yeah. of how you got Nicole in. Uh, but it, it, that's your movie, man. I'm telling you. Man. And maybe you're the next Borat. Maybe that's how this works. <laughs> Borat meets Bert. <laughs> yeah, Bur- Borat meets Bert in Doug Mellard. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, it, it ended. Because it feels like there's story after story after story attached to this thing. Well, it ended with... Because you, you opened very coyly with, well, well, that's where the Nicole Foundation came from. <laughs> I'm like, what? The Nicole, <laughs> As that's if when you that started. started. One too. Yeah, that's, like, that's, <laughs> that's when the Nicole Foundation started. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? It, 
Yeah, the ending uh, got scary. We we threw the rally. I I had a heartfelt speech where I cried and stuff. <laughs> we had a Nicole Kim and lookalike contest. A redheaded guy won because he had red hair. And then and then uh, after that first rally, we started getting these threatening emails, and we said From we're going home. We don't know. I, I still haven't figured it out. Um, I'm still investigating. T- That's 20 the years movie. Later. That's the movie. <laughs> Maybe it's just a reality. Maybe it's like a catfish thing. You go back and look for the guy. I, yeah, like there's got to be a way. But yeah. the guy ended up saying if we threw a second rally, I would be assassinated. I'm not making this up. <laughs> and all of my friends back down from the Nicole Kidman Foundation. They're like, we can't do another rally. I was so pissed at my friends. What did you call the FBI or something? Or at least the, 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 I, the, the student police. You know, I the, went the to the dean police. of students. I had to sit down with the dean of students about a assassination <laughs> threat over Nicole this Kidman. This is the modern animal house. I swear <laughs> to God, you have to make this into a movie. <laughs> I'll start writing secret. about today. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so you sit down, and what did the dean say? I mean, he was just couldn't believe any of that was happening and just wanted me out of his office as quickly as possible. That's helpful. And uh, yeah, and then I, we didn't, that was kind of the end of it because my friends were too afraid. And I was pissed because it was like, you're not, they said my name. I would get shot. And, and if, you're willing to do it. Yeah, I was like, they're not going to fucking do it. Like, if you, I get you're shot. You're like Donald Trump telling them to bring the weapons to the rally. <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah. care. Fucking bring it, bro. <laughs> Like, if that's how I die, that's the funniest death ever. Like, bring it. You're not going to get shot. You take over the club. It's fine. So, so, so um, I want to hear a little more about your history. Any um, head injuries or anything? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. None that you know. None that you remember. I don't think so. And, and what, was it, what was it your mom and dad did for a living? Uh, my mom was like stay-at-home mom. Mm. My dad worked in like commercial real estate, like real estate appraisal. Yeah, so that's that's like Bert's normal. Dad. No, no, yeah. no. Like, those are like intense. Yeah, yeah. Intense career people. Yeah. Um, Has he ever seen your stand-up? Who's that? Your dad. Yeah, they love it. They uh, love it. Yeah. There was one joke that yeah made them cringe a little bit, but which one? That. Oh, it was just uh, mostly about. Uh, it was like walking in on them having sex or something. That they were like, well, "Why would that make him cringe?" I don't know. <laughs> it was did, hot. Did it happen? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I honestly don't even remember the joke. But but did it happen? Oh yeah, it yeah. did happen. Yeah. How, how yeah. old were you? Oh, uh, oh God! It was one of those memories that's so faint. I was still li- okay. So I don't know, like four, maybe. Mm, so it was just like I just explains thought a little something, yeah. Doctor yeah. Freud. <laughs> Did you immediately launch into some sort of comedic act right there in front of them to distract hey, them? It's good to be here. <laughs> what, how did you react? You remember? I, it's it's very faint. I just thought they were like wrestling, you know. Like I mean, it's kind right. Of you're a, trying to make sense of it as a kid. Yeah, you can't, yeah. and it's. Uh, but when did it come into focus? I don't, you, know, I, uh, you didn't what? I, I don't think they saw me. Or I don't remember the ending to it. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, hey, mom. Hey, dad. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Father McConaughey. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so uh, but did uh, when did it come into focus that that had been a sex act you walked in on? Um, yeah, it was just a memory that popped, I don't know, teen years or something. And you went, oh, I get what that is now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, oh yeah. no. Not good. Yeah, I got to distract myself. Let's uh, go put on a suit and get some handcuffs. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm running from that memory. Mm, could be. Could be. <laughs> I, uh, or it was just so damn funny you couldn't stop laughing and it's yeah maybe continues to this day. Could, so why do you think screwing with other people was so important? I it was all for a laugh, but again, I didn't have an audience. I would just right. tell friends Nobody that I was, did it. Oh, then, I see. Because so, no one was laughing when you were putting the dayquil down. Occasionally, someone would. But you weren't kind going of, for the laugh because you weren't getting a lot. Yeah, of laugh. it was my entertainment, I guess, for yourself. Yeah, you were laughing. Yes, I was. You the were laughing, and, and and then you'd retell it to your peers that you did care about who would laugh their ass off right but like why couldn't i just lie and say that i did that why did i oh, have to you're, do it you're way above that yeah. you're, 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 you're no 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 you're you're, you're a virtuous gentleman yeah, clearly <laughs> yeah clearly nicole will vouch for you yeah oh god is there i wonder if there's oh, you've got to do a movie or something or or somehow she's got to find out about this yeah uh yeah yeah i should keep pushing it maybe i'll start up the club again i'm back in austin <laughs> I'm sure she'll love it. 
<laughs> Tom Cruise has Top Gun 2. What's she doing right now? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He probably has a ton more fans now. <laughs> I think finding the guy that threatened to kill you would be the interesting thing. Yes. That would be interesting. And then talking to him. Like yeah. finding him, getting a camera and a mic and going, dude, what the fuck? What if I was murdered right after the release of this podcast episode? That guy came out of the weeds. To get you. Yeah, he was like, oh, this can't happen. He well, kills me before I strike. I will call I the FBI, I promise. I promise. <laughs> we'll get him. All right, let's do some voice messages. Here we go. What do we got? Hey, Dr. Drew. Uh, Chris here from Canada. I've got a question about uh, posterior and anterior bleeds. Uh, two what? years ago, out of the blue, I had a few nosebleeds, uh. Uh, two of which landed me in the hospital of significant blood loss. Uh, due to uh, posterior nosebleed. Right. Um, no previous uh, prior uh, history of uh, high blood pressure, no uh, drug use, um, never did cocaine. That was one of the questions they brought up right away. Sure. Uh, but I did have uh, several broken noses uh, with oh. severe trauma to the nose uh, that were repaired with a rhinoplasty and septoplasty. And I uh, just wanted to know what your thoughts are on, uh, on possible... Um, Causes of, of a posterior yep. nosebleed. Yep. Good. Uh, Thank you, you can uh, let me know. That'd be great. Yep. Uh, love the show. Piss on me, beat me. Yep. I'm here now. Yep. Got it, Chris. Thanks. So, uh, dude, you should have an ear, an just follow you routinely because these things, as you've discovered, are impossible to control once they get going, and they can be brisk. And probably there's maybe something like an arterial venous malformation back there, which is like a, a vein and an artery crossover and create kind of a, a blood lake, let's say, that can bleed more easily. And once they blow back there, they just go, and you have to get the nasal packing. I know you had all that posterior packing and stuff, and that's miserable. But normally, you just hold your nose, and you know, because the bleeding usually comes from the the septum. Yeah. What's that? But was that all from the? I suspect probably. Yeah, broken from, noses. Yeah, or the procedures or whatever. I mean, why would yeah. he have this and that? Is yeah. try to break, you know tie it all together? Do you think if he did cocaine, it could counteract? Uh, interesting question because probably not. Be, probably not because cocaine <laughs> is, a va- is a vasoconstrictor, but the problem with the vasoconstriction is it also destroys the tissue that gets the blood clot off. So that would make things worse. Probably. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, but also the really important thing is to make sure you have a hematologic evaluation to make sure that your blood clotting is normal. Sometimes that can be a sign that either the platelet function or the clotting system is off. So check that out. Next voice message. Hey, I'm Sean. I'm a type 1 diabetic, and when I got diagnosed, I wondered why my dick stopped working. How does diabetes affect the erection system as a man 27 going 28? Yeah. If me, beat me, that I'm coming up in May. Did he say his dick stopped working or stopped could, working. could it stop yeah, working? Yeah. yeah. It just stopped working because he was uh. hyperglycemic. It, it, when they're diagnosed, they're usually out of control. They, it goes for a while before they come to attention and the blood sugars are way up. It makes the the the... There's two reasons the dick don't work from diabetes. One is the hyperglycemia uh, causes a metabolic shift where certain products are created that makes it not work. Uh, And many times they can get that back. But if they go too long with the out-of-control blood sugars, they'll start to get nerve damage and the nerve damage in the feet and the hands and the peni. And that's actually the way way I get my adolescent uh, diabetics to take better control of their blood sugar. I tell them their dick's going to stop working. That's a hell of a... It's a a motivator. motivator, And they just go, what do I need to do? Oh, my God. Five minutes before, they're like, I don't want to take insulin. It's like, oh, what? Hmm? Okay, insulin, how much? (laughs) My dick won't work? Give me the insulin. Is that 90% of your career is, my dick doesn't work? No, no, 90% of, the, of this show or, is yeah, my yeah, dick. That's is, what I meant, yeah, yeah. yeah this show. Uh, this, this show. I've noticed Loveline and this show, men are constantly preoccupied. It's sort of, they're preoccupied with themselves. Yeah. Am I normal? Is my my brown, my white, my urine, my my whatever, particularly, mostly around the dick and anus stuff, sure. but mostly dick. <laughs> Am I normal? Am I normal? Am I normal? Is, is this okay? And the answer is uh, no. Uh, normally, they're, they're, there's usually actually they are sort of in the normal range. Yeah. Um, women, on the other hand, are also preoccupied with men. Uh, like, how could they be like that? What's going on with them? I don't understand. And we've already established, ladies, don't worry about it. Just put them in a cage until 28. Yeah. And it will start to make more <laughs> yeah. sense again afterwards. And uh, just look at what Dunn did for tw- five, four years. What do you think? Do you, that's was, I, my wife will say, not a chick thing. Not a chick thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is there, is there a female version of that? No. I don't think so. Now, My, did you ever? Did, was, were they female board members on the Nicole Kidman Foundation? Yeah, I was dating a girl at the time. She you forced was her full, to be honest. No, 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 no. She <laughs> was. She did all the artwork. She was fully into it. Yeah, and yeah. So she she thought it was funny. Yeah, there there was a. Party. Was she dating you? I mean, yeah, so yeah. She, she was she a goofball jokes. too. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. She, yeah. There was a party where oh, somebody came up to her and was like, uh, 
are you dating the Nicole Kidman guy? Like, I became this celebrity when I was just trying to shit on what it is to be a celebrity. <laughs> so weird. It's such, it's your movie, I swear to God. It's Man, movie. I've been it's staring at me in a the Netflix, face. a Netflix series, yeah. like a four-part <laughs> series. And you can go either way. You can write it out, script it out, or you can go sort of dock you, yeah. dock you and go find the guy that wanted to kill you. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that's, that's... Oh, I could see it now, you know, vignettes and you reenacting the, some of the stuff you did. <laughs> oh, my God. Who would play Doug Mellard? Right. I don't know any kid actors these days. Stranger Things kids? That's all I know. One of those kids? One of those guys. I look like all of them, right? No, I don't know what... I don't, you, you're the... So, it would have been you 20 years ago, right? Yeah. And did, did you look a lot different? You said you had green hair back then. Yeah, I had green hair. Yeah, oh, yeah they're pulling up the stuff. Yeah, yeah Millie Bobby it. Brown. That'd yeah, be I was going to say, Millie Bobby Brown could be the one. <laughs> I'm looking at her thinking, that probably is it. And we could get all the gender issues in then, too. It'd be yeah, a very yeah. modern version of it. Yeah, I think that's it. It's perfect. British accent. Oh, perfect. Yeah. All right, good. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, another voicemail. We're, we, we, do, we digress. <laughs> Hey, Dr. Drew. I have a question surrounding dieting and food in general. So I have been able to lose probably about 50 pounds so far. And the only way that I'm able to do it is if I obsess over my calories. Mm. And it's to the point where a lot of friends have expressed concern. Uh. Um, So basically, to diet, I have to be like a fucking psychopath. Uh and obsess over every calorie but it's working so is this something i need to like be concerned about or is it cool if i just carry on being crazy about it all right thanks piss on me beat me of course you bet uh we didn't get her name but uh i it's unfortunately a question i can't really answer right disordered eating is a real problem and what you're describing is disordered eating let's be honest the question is, do, are you so severely overweight that it, it is worth a little risk of disordered eating in order to get the weight off? I can't answer that. Uh, there are better alternatives. Uh, someone like you would probably respond to essentially being fed, like some sort of structured meal program. Those always work in terms of weight loss if you can sign up and co- cooperate with something like that. So I, I think you're... Just to be sure you don't get into binging, you know, binge purging or anorectic type disordered eating, which is you're moving in that direction very rapidly. I, I would talk to somebody that has expertise in helping people with weight loss. Having somebody there help you, much like every other kind of coach, really makes uh, it more likely that you're going to be successful and do it in a healthy way. But is she just talking about obsessively counting each calorie, or is it? Yes, she is. But I do you think, think something's left out? I think she's saying that her relationship with food is become, is disordered because it's so obsessional, and she's driving herself and everybody else crazy. Right. Right. And even though it may on the, this is like this is like reminds me of exercise bulimia, right? People who have exercise bulimia, I'm just doing what my trainer tells me, and my yeah. trainer tells me I'm going to do them so well. But in fact, they're obsessing about yeah, it. Yeah, they yeah. eat a little too much. They train more, and you just you miss what's really going on if you're not careful. And it, and it can the problem is not what she's describing right now. The problem is where this could go. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem. All right, another one. Good, good one. Good hey, voice message. Hey, Hitler. I'm calling from Ireland, although I'm English. Just have a question for Dr. Drew regarding exogenous testosterone. Okay. Uh, I've been taking um, Tespo gel, which I rub into my upper arms for several years, but my GP is getting nervous about it and Mm. thinks that it could have negative side effects. Okay. Its usage is less common here in Europe Mm -hmm. than it is in the U.S., and to my knowledge, the only change it's made to me has been a slightly increased hematocrit reading. Are there any downsides to using exogenous testosterone? Because I find the benefits are fantastic for my affect, um, libido, concentration, recovery from injury, and all sorts of things. Yep. Thank you for your help in advance. And also, if you'd be so kind as to piss on me, beat me, (laughs) and um, if you could touch my camera through the fence, I'd be very grateful. (laughs) I need more more Brits to refer to the... If you, if you would be so kind. <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. It's the best. It's the best. If you would be so kind as to piss on me and beat me. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, they're just better All than right. Us. They are. They are. It's so funny. So, uh, yeah. So, I the probably the reason your GP has gotten nervous of late has been there's been some medical liter- literature questioning or at least bringing 
feeling that we need to bring into focus more clearly whether testosterone has significant cardiovascular or cerebrovascular risks. This is something that has been a concern back uh, maybe 10, even 15 years ago when people started advocating for this. Uh, I noticed that I was concerned about that and the people that were advocating sort of pushed it aside as a not a serious issue. It has reemerged as a serious issue. There's been concern about prostate cancer all the way along. Mm. Does not seem that it can cause prostate cancer. Does not increase your risk, we don't think. But if you have it, it makes the tumors more aggressive. So there is a little bit of a trade-off there. Yes, there's lots of benefits to it. The fact that your hematocrit is elevated, which is your just your blood cell count, uh, suggests that you're taking above a physiological dose, right? And that's how you get yourself into trouble. If you're just replacing what your body isn't making, and even if you're bringing yourself up to the age of 30 or 28 levels of testosterone, you shouldn't be having other physiological responses. You shouldn't be having a hematocrit rise, for instance. So I would wonder about maybe getting adjusting the dose a little bit. Uh, you can look also into the testosterone pellets. It tends to be a more sort of even distribution of the of the hormone. Uh, it's uh, bioidentical hormones. But uh, I am generally a fan of testosterone replacement. I would take it myself if I didn't have prostate cancer, but because I do, I can't. Yeah. But I do think that there are significant benefits. I do not, uh, however, uh, feel that people should be getting extra physiological doses, and that's what I think your doctor may be concerned about in your case. And he was saying he just rubs it in his arm? Yeah, they can it's rub like it here, cream? rub it here. It's a cream. It's, it's, it's androgel, it's called. Yeah, Whoa, yeah. There's, there, there's various ways to get the... You Does can that take make it you like uh, your hair thin or anything like that? Can. If, yeah, if you don't need help there. If you're prone that way, it will do that. Wow. You, and uh, one of the... You know, women need testosterone replacement too, and that's becoming more commonplace, and it's really been a, a godsend for many women in menopause that have a lot of menopausal stuff. But if their dad has male pattern balding, they're at risk for male pattern balding oh, wow. from the testosterone. So, but many women that have the the balding or get so much out of the testosterone that they're like, fuck it, fine, get me the extensions, whatever. Wow. Yeah, Crazy. That's how much better it works for them. Another one. These are all I'm good. learning. One more, and then we'll do some clips. Hey, Dr. Drew, my name is Kayla, and I was wondering about long-term Emodium use. Uh -oh. um, I had some absolutely horrific ravenous diarrhea at my boyfriend's house, and it scared me. So I don't know. It's just made me so anxious. I have such terrible anxiety. And now every day before I go to my boyfriend's house, I say, okay, today I'm not going to take an Imodium. But then I get there, and I get so anxious that I do. And it's been like eight days I've been using it. I'm just wondering, am I going to get diverticulitis? Am I going to die? What's what, you know, is it safe? What's the downside? I've, I haven't taken it these past two days. I think I'm getting over my addiction, but I just want to know. Am I going to die? Piss on me, beat me. Thank you. Am I going to die? Piss on me. <laughs> Would you be so kind? <laughs> Would you be so kind? <laughs> uh, Kaylee, I, here's one thing I guarantee you. You are not going to die from taking one Imodium once a day for eight days. You're going to be fine. Uh, it is a bit of a compulsion more than an addiction. Uh, there is such thing as emodium addiction. It does happen, and emodium is a weak wow. opiate effect, and people go for that sometimes. And I snort it. Yeah, well, good for you. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> when you were doing your acting out behaviors on the bus and stuff, would you snort things as well as taking pills, and, or was that a bridge too far? I, I think I did at some point, sure. <laughs> of course, yeah. I'm sure I did. Did you ever hurt yourself, like crushing up uh, Tic Tacs from and punching snort, myself? Snorting? Not punching from that yourself. Stuff. Yeah, but I would get all wild and... Yeah, I <laughs> right. They had these, uh, what do they call in college? The blue... Uh, you, blue books? Blue books, yeah. yeah. That you'd have to like do your tests on. Mm -hmm. And I would write, fuck this professor or fuck this class. And then I would show it to like my neighbors. Like, do you think they're going to like this? And they're like, whoa. <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> And then, uh, and then the other guy would get uh, in trouble for cheating. Yeah. Because yeah. you're showing your work to him. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking weird. It's in the movie. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's in, it's new Animal House. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, I I know these things. Just give me a cameo. Bert was supposed to give oh, me yeah, one in his. Oh, God. He yeah. didn't. He didn't do it. <laughs> Call me to tell me he would, and then I didn't go to Serbia. This is birth from you. This is your movie now. I know. I know. I'll help you. Uh, all right. No, uh, all right. We're gonna go. We're gonna switch gears. Are there any more voicemails? Okay. Yeah. I mean, we could do another one. If all you right. Want. Do another one because they've been so good. Hey, Doctor Drew. This is Greg from the Phoenix area. I was recently misdiagnosed with bipolar mania and forced to be on forced to be put on medication. My question is: someone that is not are they? Am I gonna be okay? I mean, 
this is caused the closest thing is depersonalization, uh, no sex drive. I have erectile dysfunction. I don't get morning wood. Uh, just looking for some help. Keep it high and How do you get a job here? There, fuck face. Okay, uh, <laughs> Greg. Um, I, one of the things bipolar mania is the easiest thing in the world to see, uh, it, and it's. You mean it's just recognize mania yeah, is just there's yeah. no there's no misdiagnosing mania. Yeah. Just, it is a thing. It's almost like now you can misdiagnose the cause. Yeah. You know, the cause could be hyperthyroidism. It could be meth. It could be a lot of things. Right. And it might not be bipolar disorder, but in all of those situations, you should be on medication to bring you back to earth. And when you come back to earth, you may have no perception of what just happened. Right. So my guess wow. is that you're not understanding what happened. And if we could show you a video of it. You would be you would be blown away. You'd be shocked. Yeah, and they can I, get kind of addicted to that mania, right? They so do. They do like the yeah. manias. Uh, they prefer how they feel on that, and they don't they don't see it coming, and they didn't know that this even happened to them. They, just wow. don't, they don't perceive it. It's called anisognosia. Very common. So, Greg, uh, go if you want to read your medical records, so you can go see what actually happened. I, I, you might want to do that with your doctor. Now, in terms of all the side effects from the medication, no, you shouldn't have to be putting up with that. And clearly, you're sort of euthymic now. So you, your doctor should be working to get you on really just mood stabilizers. I think things like a Depakote or lithium, or there's a lot of stuff now. Imodium. Not Imodium so much. <laughs> uh, but but those things uh, don't have, t- tend to have those side effects, uh, particularly in the, if the doses are adjusted down to you know just the least you possibly need. So it's more about getting the right management. And I, and I, I don't, you know, I've, sort of intolerant of patients that are sort of sent out to deal with side effects. That's not yeah. okay. It's not okay. Right, so, right. But be careful with your insight into what actually just happened to you. All right, I want to see a cool guy. Is wow. a public service announcement. Sweet. This is going to be interesting. A cool guy, cool guy, public service announcement. Stop spraying perfume on your vagina and take a damn shower, bitch. <laughs> out here smelling like Victoria's seafood. Victoria Seafood, I like that. <laughs> Slow clap for him. Victoria Seafood. Um, you know, uh, just guessing, he doesn't really like vagina? Just guessing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just guessing? I don't think he likes a lot of things. Yeah, he doesn't like, yeah, that's probably true. But mm, again, feel starting to feel bad. I feel bad for cool guys almost always. Um, and he, he's, he, this isn't TikTok, is it? Is this like Instagram or something? Uh, I think we might have gotten this from Instagram. It's a yeah, personal message tinted up. <laughs> it doesn't, but it doesn't have the TikTok flavor. It just doesn't. It yeah. has, uh, you know, more YouTube, Instagram kind of thing. And uh, you know, he has a point. Uh, why not wash? I, oh, actually, know. it was uploaded to TikTok. Excuse me. Oh, from something else. Yeah. Uh, that's where we got it from, and this guy's called, I think, Cuddles Kavinsky. Cuddles oh, Kavinsky. Cuddles is what I would have guessed. Yeah, yeah. He's probably a hug dealer too. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm not going for that hug. <laughs> so do we have God any more damn. Cuddles videos by any chance? I'd love to know more about this guy. Uh, that's all we got on this guy. Oh, we'll keep an eye out for him. Oh, Send us more of him. All right. What else you got? Um, so then we have this guy who I'm not sure. I think you might have seen his video last time, but here's a fun little God, I always feel sad me. for cool guys. It's weird. Yeah, hey, fatty! Uh. Nobody gives a fuck if you lose weight, you fat fucking pig. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about you. Why would they? All you do is consume. You don't give. You sit in your fucking house, you suck money off the fucking government, and consume the internet. Scrolling all fucking days. Scrolling. It's all you do. Nobody gives a fuck about you. Fuck. If you want people to fucking give a fuck about you, get the fuck out of your house and go fucking give some value, you fat fucking cunt. You're useless. You're fucking useless. You can't go outside because you're scared of judgment, you fat whore. So you have no reason to leave. Because, God forbid, you don't even have to fucking walk to the grocery store anymore to buy your fucking junk food. You can just get it delivered. You can hide behind a mask. Okay, take off the fucking mask, you idiots. Fuck. Okay, don't blame diets. Keeps going. Okay, don't blame everybody else for your shit. Okay, it's you, you idiot. Okay, I don't give a fuck if you lose weight. I don't care. I don't care. That's why it always cracks me up when I see... People send me messages like, oh, fuck, I couldn't lose weight on the snake diet. Like they're trying to make it sound like it's a diet. 
and trying to make it sound like it's my fault they didn't lose weight. Okay? So number one, I don't give a fuck if you died tomorrow. I don't. I fucking don't. I, I don't like care. Guy. I do too. Why the fuck would I fucking care? <laughs> I like that he never stops. He's yeah, just like, geez. he's got one speed. And it keeps going. The irony that I'm guessing this was TikTok is this, like, he's pissed at people posting on, so, or scrolling on social media, but he's adding a 10 hour yeah. video. Yeah, yeah, That's all he's doing. Uh, he does have a YouTube channel. Okay. Oh, and, and it's about really eating fun. snakes, I guess. Uh, I'm not 100% sure what the diet yeah, is. Yeah, what is that? He's got a snake on a fork on his t shirt. I'm guessing. Diet. And snake is, have you ever eaten snake? It's good. I don't believe I Oh, have. I've had snake. It's good. Oh, it wow. is good. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, I, maybe he's somebody who's just, you know, there's a, I don't know if you've seen the line of videos that we examine oh, on the show, yeah. yes. but uh, people are into some weird shit with their diets. Yeah. And, but like to have a shirt. Died tomorrow. And, I, and I can't, <laughs> and I can't tolerate the rancid meat stuff. The guys yeah. that eat the rancid meat. I, that's where I get disgusted. Uh, I can't, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. But like he's got merch for this thing. Yeah, like, but I think somebody must have assailed him on the you know yeah. somebody that had wanted to lose weight on the snake diet. He must have talked about what the, the virtues of it. Um, he should be a motivational speaker. But, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Stop uh, fucking cut. But <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, it, it's it's a, it's a couple things that strike me. A uh, North Dakota, Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah right. Definitely yeah, got that yeah, northern Wisconsin, plain yeah. northern plain accent going on there, or maybe Canada even. Uh, number one. Number two, um, I'll admit he's expressing an emotion that I feel when I read probably three quarters of the Twitter responses I get. Yeah. I, I would love to. <laughs> it's almost what I feel like I, I want to say. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I understand the emotion. I get it. Yeah. When people assail you on social media, uh, I'm just not sure it really gets you anywhere to give a five minute diatribe like that. I'm not sure. It, I'm not sure you'll look back on that kindly. Remember we said. Uh, you know, we had to put guys in a cage till they're 20. Yes. He's sort of in the upper limits of that right, range, yeah. but probably He's, still in that range. Oof, okay. You put him in a cage, you're just going to get more riled up. Good yeah. God. Yeah. 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 And it's an interesting uh, case example for the world today. That you, see, you see, and what he's, frankly, this I'm serious about this, what he is expressing on this YouTube is what people often express in their bullshit tweets yeah. where they attack each other. And look where, it, do you feel like that's productive? you feel like he's going to be able to solve problems with this aggression? No. 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 Like, it's not well, how it works. He's yelling that. Maybe that's cathartic to just For get him, these thoughts the moment, out. But yeah. why film it? Why, like, I guess he's just waiting to build his snake diet army and I don't, like, where is that going to get him? I don't, do you, have you never had the desire to f spew back at somebody who's attacked you on social media? Oh, all the time. Right. But I never He just do. did. Like, he's yeah, he's yeah, under yeah. 28. Yeah. He can't help yeah. himself. He's an animal. Yeah. So Stop fucking. <laughs> and and by the way, we do not condone any of the epithets that he's leveling he's just at this fat shaming. Like, why, he's fat why is shaming. he upset he's, about people wanting to die? Misogynistic, fat shaming. No, not okay. We're not saying. It's why okay. are you reading fucking books? You <laughs> piece of shit. Don't better yourself, cunt. There's another character you do right there. I think you ought to go for that. Fuck to not lose weight. When you come out on stage, I think that's the character <laughs> yeah. we want to see. I'll just come in hot. Uh, fights door to door salesman. Oh boy. Oh, fun. Last chance, asshole. Well, I'm, we're servicing about 25% of the Get community. Get the fuck out of my neighborhood. Oh, it's 8.30 okay. at night and it's too late to be hey, hey, doorbell. Hey, don't go the fuck home. Hey, don't oh. touch me. Go fucking home. Do not oh, touch me. I will fuck you up. I will, uh -oh. I will, I will sue you. Go ahead. Okay. Get the fuck hey, out of my hey, neighborhood. Hey, don't fucking touch me. Hey, don't touch me. Hey, get out of here, dude. You cannot touch me. I'm calling you. You know who hey. I am. Call them. Call okay. them. I will call them. Call the your reinforcers. Dude, you're fucking face. crazy. Hey, you're crazy, man. Get you're, out of my you're fucking crazy. Hey, Who do you work for? Get the fuck off me. Tell me, me who you are. I'm fucking EcoShield, dude. Get off of me. EcoShield? Hey, get out of here. Hey, get off of me. Oh, dude. my God. I'm out of Where here. Where's your car? Huh? Where's your car? It's get coming. And go home. It's coming. This is for my own protection. Do not come back near my house. That is assault, Do sir. Do not come near my house. That is assault. I will assault you. Okay. That's nothing. <laughs> okay, that is a threat. Yeah. Okay. That is a threat. Ass guy. Right. <laughs> God. Oh. What yeah. was he doing in his house that pissed it? Like, he was doing something bad in his house before that guy showed up. I think mistaken identity. Like, maybe they had something happen in that neighborhood before or something that they think this guy is part of or God knows what. 
This I will assault you. Series of unfortunate events. This does not look good. I, it's not a good look, yeah, gentlemen. I. It's just we've. I feel changed. bad for that kid. No, for sure. Like yeah. it, it, I think, like societally, <clears throat> is that a word? We've changed where, I think some people just if there's a knock on the door, they're confused because, you know, like growing up, like there's people several times a day almost it felt like knocking on yeah, your door, and now yeah. like. You don't do like even your friends text you. I'm here. Yeah, they don't knock on the door. You know, Amazon might do. A it, knock it depends or whatever, on the part of the country. I think too. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think we're kind of used to it in certain areas, but other it it triggers a sense of violation or something. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. People's, it feels and people's yeah. anxieties are so high and ridiculous. So. <laughs> Not that guy. Though. This is all. This series of, of cool guy videos should be called "Calm Down, Everybody." Yeah. This isn't <laughs> helping anything. This isn't helping anything, asshole. <laughs> Jesus, give me another one. What else you got there? Whoo. Uh, coolest weight loss advice. We're back to the snake diet. No, no, no. no. So th- that was the one that we already did. Oh. Um, um, but you know what? Here we go. I got another fun one for you. Here's a oh, very cool guy. Sweet. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Hi. Hi. Can I kindly ask to not take any pictures of the monitors? Is that okay? Of the what? Well, you're in the public street, and I'm stood in public. Oh, I mean, oh, it's absolutely fine. I'm just uh, very nice to begin in. You know, it's uh, basically trying to keep everything as private. God. Yeah, I mean, but I've I got a YouTube channel. I need footage. I mean, I appreciate that you're allowed to take <laughs> photos. I also not appreciate being in pictures. Well, tough shit to you, madam, and, and tough fuck shit to you, mate. I mean, so mate. go and tell someone else what to do in public, mate. Seriously. I appreciate that. I'm just kindly asking you. Let me kindly ask you to fuck off the and British leave me alone. Okay, it's very aggressive. There's no need to be like that. Hey, who came up to who here? And who stood within one meter of me? Could you please stand back, please? Social distancing. You're not even wearing your mask properly. Because I didn't go up to people, though, did I? You did. I so fuck off. Thank you, young man. Young <laughs> man. This is a movie problem. set. Well, there's no problem. Yes. Why are you coming up to me now? I'm stood on a public street. I'm interested in video. This is all video, audio equipment. Fuck you both. Thank you. <laughs> Dude, fuck off. Dude, seriously, fuck off. Mate, don't come with it. You're 50 centimeters away from me. Fuck off. Dude, get the fuck out of my face. I've got a YouTube channel. Away from the I, I need content. Dude, don't come within two meters of me. I'm Thank exactly you. Your mate. Sir, can I, can I just say, the whole group Dude, you've just touched me. I'm Please don't. You, you have. Dude, am I stood on the public street? You are, but like... Mind you piss so, on me. fuck off and stop telling me what to do. How's that? <laughs> no one's making a scene except you guys. I'm just going to be here quietly, collecting some footage from my YouTube channel. <laughs> Leave me alone. He's so entitled. And I like the way... I like the Is that way. a hot dog? <laughs> That's a human hot dog. Please get away from me. <laughs> Have you had a COVID test? Have you had a COVID test? How about you go fuck yourself as well, dude? <laughs> I like the way footage for YouTube is an excuse for any behavior. Yeah. yeah what like, do you, what do you, I just got to come. I got to get some t- some uh, footage. Is there more? Does it keep going? Oh, it keeps going. Why are you are you a psychotherapist? Are you no, here? I'm, just, I'm just seeing if you're all right because you are kind of being quite aggressive, everyone. Like, hey, listen, listen. If you think I've broken any laws, call the police on me. Otherwise, shut up. Seriously. He probably is by <laughs> yeah, getting that sh- footage. Yeah, I'm sure you can't there's do that. Some, something film. the cops could help with. Yeah, <laughs> we're just we're just trying to have a conversation with you. Well, I'm trying to not have a conversation with you. Is it not clear by the times I've told you to fuck off? <laughs> okay. <laughs> You have a nice day. <laughs> no, you don't have a nice day, you twat. <laughs> I equally oh love God. and hate him. Oh, God, he's terrible. Because, like, I hate the entitlement of, like, no, I've got a YouTube page. I have to steal <laughs> the footage from this film that can't get out there. Right. But then, like, calling everybody, you know, twat and stuff. That's great. Oh, incredible. Fuck you both. Thank you. <laughs> this has been a great day for the Brits. That's all I'm saying. All right, here comes the brown, my friend. Here it comes. Ready? All right. For as long as I can remember, my farts have been had the unique ability to take on the stench of a really foul-smelling thing I smelled earlier in the day. So in other words, he can smell something and then reproduce it with his ass. Okay. Uh, can any of you guys what? Do, I know. That took a no. You guys? No? Can't do no, that. No, that sounds very weird to me. But take Chameleon out the trash. Smells, smells like garbage. Like uh, the heinous gas comes out normally in my farts. This happens with all kinds of putrid stenches, not just garbage. Uh, back of my throat also shares this ability, even after I brush my teeth. My sister has the same superpower. Don't know if our parents have it too. Uh, <laughs> we just realized this phenomenon because my sister recently got married and brought this up with her husband who pointed out 
how wild this is. What the fuck is this phenomenon? How is this biologically possible? Have you ever heard of it before? Is this at all common? Are my sister refers to X-Men mutations? <laughs> <laughs> Keep my eye tight. You better come up and maze Zach. Um, and Zach, you know I had to edit out some of what you were saying here. Uh, so <laughs> so uh, my, my first suspicion is that smells can stay in your nose and be re-triggered by other stimuli. Oh. They're associative. So in other words, uh, you may be, yeah, sorry. Don't take point. a superpower away. I'm sorry to spoil. Let, let me, I, but when I think about how it might be possible... Which I still don't believe it's possible. That but, seems but crazy. But you'd have to swallow the air with the with the gas in it. Okay. And it'd have to get all the way through your intestine, which is unlikely. So I don't really see it. But sometimes swallowing air is where farts come from. So it's one of the sources of farts. So maybe you're swallowing more <laughs> air than you realize around these terrible smells. But even then, I don't see how it gets all the way through the many, many yards of vowel to the outside world. Um because there's a lot of absorptive stuff going on there. I know I've been pointed out repeatedly that it's outside the body. The, the gastrointestinal tract is a tube that's outside your body. It just goes from one end to the other. It's all Whoa. a tube that runs all the way through. It's technically outside your body. Wow. Yeah, interesting, right? Mind-blowing. Yeah, but I think more it's uh, associative smells. I think you probably have the same central nervous system uh, genetically, and that's what's being triggered. Uh, I've been dealing with this issue for years now. I've lost six jobs. I can't get a new job. I have no friends. I'm now pushing away my family because I smell like actual shit. <laughs> I used to drink and take opiates and Adderall. I used to slow down on the liquor and started going back to the gym. Adderall was giving me tons of energy at night uh, so I could drink. Basically, I think <laughs> I have an anal fissure, fistula. I've been to a doctor, gastroenterologist. Both said they could not detect a smell. Next day, I walked into a room full of people, tested this out again, and everyone stared at me laughed and moved away. Even if I uh, left the room to go outside, why won't they help me? I need my life back. I need. Do I need? A, I don't need a psychiatrist. I need to get my asshole fixed. I need it to happen now. Should I go to the ER? Touch my fistula through the fence. Um, <laughs> uh, if, if an objective observer, I mean, I think you ought to, it's clear that somebody's told you to go see a psychiatrist. Okay. Yeah. And when people get delusional, this is how delusions work. You start convincing yourself that things are so and that things that you see in the environment are the result of that thing you decided are so, even though it's not the case. And so if somebody, you know, let's say that just happened to you where you thought you smelled like shit, have somebody like a trusted observer come in and see if you actually smell like Can shit. You smell if I smell yeah. like shit. Because the doctor said you don't. And I, I'm there are there is something called the fish odor syndrome. Haven't we talked about that, gentlemen, over the years, where people could produce a body odor? You want to look it up? Fish, fish odor, I think it's called uh, body odor, uh, and they smell like rotten fish. Oh, and that's a horrible disorder that people have trouble getting. Yeah, yeah, that can't be fun. Uh, yet there it is, uncommon condition that causes an unpleasant fishy smell, also called fish odor syndrome, sometimes caused by a faulty gene that a person inhale, inherits from their parents. But isn't always the case. There's currently no cure. Oh man, yeah, rough, huh? But there is no uh, human shit odor smell disorder that does not exist. Can you smell if I smell like shit? I would. Like, I think I'd be aware. Yes, okay. you, you okay, smell okay. You smell okay, and you better take off that shirt if you do smell like shit. <laughs> when someone uh, eats around two to three pounds of food a day and only poops once a month, they're thinking of somebody. Uh, what happens to all that all that matter in between dumps? Depending on the size of the dump. That's about 70 to 80 pounds of poop per month unaccounted for. The only person I know who poops once a month doesn't seem to exist any noticeable weight gain. Begs the question, where does all the fecal matter go? Does the body remove it through liquid waste or gas? How does the body process all that waste? Thank you for all your good work and insight. So you absorb, and he's probably very efficient. He probably absorbs a lot of what he, what he takes in and metabolizes it off, right? It becomes fuel. It's, it doesn't, he doesn't lay it down as fat. Yeah. He metabolizes it straight away. And what's left behind is bulk primarily or unabsorbed byproduct. And that is what? Maybe let's say it's 20%. So if you, let's say he takes in, how much, many pounds of food do you think you take in a day? About a pound and a half? I don't know pounds, but I definitely eat around 5,000 to 6,000 calories a day. So, yeah. I don't know about that. And, and is a lot of it like in pizza? Yeah, it's a lot in pizza. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah like two pizzas a day. Yeah, yeah two full two pizzas. Two pizzas a day. Five to well, 6,000 calories. Congratulations. Definitely, definitely more than two pizzas a day. A lot two of people are jealous, night. including myself. More, definitely more than two pizzas. God. Oh, man, what a life. Um, 
Uh, so you will it out of your body. <laughs> so you will. It out of your body. I wish <laughs> it were so. Into the ether. I wish it were so. My or is friend. it just like a once a month hundred pound shit? No. It, the, the point is, it wouldn't be that. So it's like those pizzas would be about two pounds, let's say, right? Yeah. So two pounds, and let's say he absorbs eighty percent. So it's about let's say a half a pound a day times. 30, so the shit should be around 15 pounds. Oh, my God. Is that about where they are? Uh, no, I, I weighed it once where I weighed myself before and after. Yeah. And it was about six pounds. Okay, oh six pounds. Oh. Six, seven pounds. Oh, All right. You had a child. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That was back when I was still challenging myself. Yeah. I don't do that anymore. Six pounds? Yeah. Six pounds. Six pounds. Six pounds, nine after. ounces, average baby size. Yeah. <laughs> Uh huh. Sixty nine. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Hell uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Woo. Uh huh. Let's see. I have the opposite problem. I shit too much. Uh oh. How many times a day? Oh, seven so seven far. Seven times. No, no, a- <laughs> Congratulations. We have to, we have to I wait. like cheese. I'm not supposed to eat cheese. It's too good. Uh, let's see. Recently, my friends and I were celebrating a birthday weekend of partying with one of my friends. I casually mentioned that he had a funny poop story. He proceeded to tell us that one morning he went to take a shit, then thought, wow, my ass is pretty wet. He felt down and said he saw the most blood he's ever seen in his life. Very funny. Uh, <laughs> Hilarious. He was alarmed. He said he Googled it and basically came to the conclusion it was normal. And my other friend in the room acted like no biggie, that it's normal for your body to get rid of blood. So, Doctor, can you tell me which one of us has talked? Maybe any could teach other people to be more uh, judicious with their assholes. Uh, how do you get here? How do you get a job here, fuckface? Uh, it's Alexis from Indiana. Uh, yeah, blood in the toilet, blood on the toilet paper is not normal. It's Bleeding not from your ass is not normal. Uh, in fact, it can be a medical emergency, uh, though Oof. typically a young person who has significant bleeding like that, it's a bleeding hemorrhoid. Uh, or a fissure or something right in the anus. As you go up, you can get, I've talked about arteriovenous malformations, AVMs already. You can get polyps, you can get tumors. And so these things need to be checked out. Whenever you have bleeding, frank blood, like on the toilet paper, it's almost always hemorrhoid, but blood like that or blood in the toilet, you have to see a gastroenterologist. You have to get a scope to see what's going on up there. And it can be a sign of uh, inflammatory bowel disease too. Think really significant, uh, you know, things like Crohn's disease, that kind of stuff. So what? I'm sorry, I'm not laughing. It, it's it just sporadically the last hour I keep thinking back to like it's my anniversary with my wife when <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> happy happy anniversary. anniversary. Happy anniversary. What's your name? What's your name? Flynn. Flynn, happy anniversary. <laughs> Thank you for letting us talk about bloody stool. <laughs> it's a it's a celebration. Oh, we talk about it a lot. Bloody stool? Well just stool, stool in general. Oh, tell yeah. me. I'm oh, sure we, she's we're very just happy very, to, it's like Tom and Christina. We're very open about, you know, women that. have very, very secretive about their stool. They don't like to be uh, forthcoming. Yeah, it's we, it's good to get them talking about farts. Yeah, that then it gets very funny. Yeah, she she mostly laughs at my fart. I, I can almost fart on command. It's but then you must not smell bad because they are very they no no no, smell. no 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 yeah. But it's but it's enough to where like she ninety nine percent of the time laughs, but the other one percent she's very mad. Yeah, and she eventually. Hard had to, to know like, where that threshold is. That line I know moves, it moves. Doesn't then it? I I get mad because I'm like, but you always think it's funny. Why is it not funny right now? So she literally has rules now, like of when. What what are the rules? Uh, the first one is not while she's eating. Uh, which I guess. How, how do these rules? How were they laid down? Did you have to have like a meeting, like a full, like a, like, a, like a hearing? Uh, a family meeting. <laughs> Set the rules forth. Would no, you be so kind I think it was just, as not to <laughs> fart on my food while being consumed? It was just kind of over time. And your reaction was, would you be so kind as to fuck off? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I just, okay, that, uh, not while eating, mm-hmm. and then... Uh, don't look at her while I do it because that's my favorite thing to do is just make eye contact yeah. and let a slow one out. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> and then the third one, oh, don't point it at her. Yeah. She named my asshole. That's, it's, it's another character within the home. And you have kept this from us. You couldn't have given me this an hour ago? Oh, man. Sorry. I knew the brown was coming. But what is yeah. it? What's the name? Umberto. Umberto. Yeah. I don't know where it came from. 
Umberto. It's, I, it sounds like her, not you. Doesn't, yeah. It doesn't sound like a, a you know, a, something you would have come up with. This <laughs> he's a distinguished gentleman. Umberto. He's, Wait, he's, why are you taking notes? I, I'm just thinking, I'm trying to look at it. Is it, is it Italian or is it Hispanic? What do we got here? Umberto. <laughs> it sounds like Spanish, right? It's, but it also, I thought it could be Italian. I mean, why, was there a moment of inspiration? Umberto. I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. Did my, you ask her to name it or did she? No, uh, she just, it's just such a presence that. It's such a part of the household. Yeah, she needs to address it sometimes. Do you guys have pets or anything? We have a dog, yeah. Mm-hmm. That those farts, that's bad. Mm. Oof, dog of course, farts. you try to blame him. Once yeah, in a while. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm. Does not work. Doesn't work. Okay. Yeah, but oof, yeah, but she'll like fart, and then you know, the typical dog thing where she gets like surprised yeah. at her farts, scares her, and then she gets mad as if we did it, <laughs> and then like we'll leave the room. <laughs> what kind of dog is it? Uh, brown dog. We don't know. Okay, a little bit of everything. Like a smallish dog. <laughs> brown is the theme today. Brown yeah. is the theme. Brown is brown is pervasive. <laughs> well, it has been a pleasure, Doug. I can't wait to work on your film with you. Oh yeah, um, thank you so much. Co co created by Umberto. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. We have we'll have to have Umberto in to to further further consult on this. Uh, oh, he's got boys, a lot to say. Everything. So I hear. Uh, Booth boys, everything good with you, gentlemen? Anything we need to go over? We're all everything's another, great, man. Another extraordinary adventure here, uh, Doug. What do you want to pl- plug? Anything? Uh... Uh, I've got a podcast, Wide World of Dugs, with Doug Benson. We dive oh. deep into names. It's a fun podcast. Are you yeah. as high as he is when you do it? Uh, no, I, 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 I can only, I can't function if I. Is he out here? Is he here? No, no. We just do it over uh, computers. Wide World of Dogs. Yeah. And I saw a big, I saw a whole Instagram thread with him about this pod. I forget what what was going on. Something funny. Yeah. You guys caught a little wind there, social and social media. I forget what was going on. Oh, yeah. I wish I could remember it. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, we dive deep into names and kind of like dive into what it's been like growing up a dog because it's a unique name. Um, has Umberto come up? In the- Umberto has not come up. I don't know if he would, would love that. <laughs> your no, listeners he, he would. Was, yeah, yeah, they would. You must, you must, because that's a name. You know what I mean? That's like a, a name needs a little exploration. Next, next Wide World of Dogs, I'll, I'll bring up Umberto. Yeah, I uh, think, I, I know Doug. He'll yeah, be okay. Yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll be he all right. Will. He will. All uh, right, Doug. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you all for all the great emails and voice messages you sent off. We'll keep it going. We'll see you next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.